Welcome to another edition of the Mexican Soccer Show. I am Luis Velasquez. This is an hour-long co- I messed that up. Welcome to another edition <laughs> of the Mexican Soccer Show. I am Luis Velasquez, an hour-long podcast dedicated to all things Mexican football. With me, Adriana Terrazas, who is in La Ciudad de Mexico. And for those of you guys who don't know, we're in the U.S. We don't get, like, the memos of why cities change. But, like, my uncle told me the other day, like, oh, ¿cuándo vas a ir al DF? And I'm like, you, they don't call it the F anymore. Like, there was a whole campaign of calling it Ciudad de Mexico. We actually oh, said goodbye to that. <laughs> the F. I don't think the people in the U.S. and around the world got the memo because there's people from, like, Spain, and I know, like, <laughs> people that are like, oh, yeah, you know, in the DF. Like, DF is really well known. So if you're listening to this podcast, uh, Ciudad de Mexico, DF was kind of, it's kind of like a term. It got canceled. Like, I don't know if they did something wrong for it, but. <laughs> no more the streets of federal, just FYI. Because if you say that to anybody from La Ciudad de Mexico, they van a ver como que, bro, that's not. No, no, no. We, we still like embrace the DF, like, like we're defeños. Um, for anyone that doesn't understand, this is like, like DC. It's like, like changing. I don't know. There, there was some kind of legal thing where we stopped being like a federal district. That's what the DF stands for. Uh-huh. Um, and then we ended up being a state. So that's kind of why that happened so now it's not mexico df now it's just mexico city um so, so yeah. cdmx like the, yeah, the a, that, was, that was actually part of the campaign it was goodbye yeah. df hello cdmx which is Ciudad which mexico is where you see cdmx and yeah. so yeah if you're, if, if you're a family that's in the u.s we didn't get the memo and my, my uncle like so was it el defectuoso and I oh yeah, like, that, that's the other nickname. <laughs> like DF. Right. Like, I'm not. They're not. I'm like, it's called Mexico City. <laughs> Desde cuando, blah, blah, blah. Regardless, todos que son chilangos. So um, we'll, we'll keep it at that. But anyway. Yeah, then, then you'll open up like the Pandora's box of, of like the quesadilla thing. If quesadillas naturally have cheese or not. And then we They're fight not, with Monterrey yeah. people. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Adriana Terrazas is there. Sometimes she's cold when I'm hot. Sometimes she's hot when I'm cold. It does, we don't know what's it. <laughs> thank you for joining us. I know it's busy time. And when I mean busy, it's uh, crazy times right now. The last of the Mexico games, everything that's happened in Liga Mekis, the World Cup has turned in, feminine, and uh, you're working really hard in the medios and all things that you do. Thank you so much for being a part of the Mexican Soccer Show, como siempre. Pero como estás? I'm good. Bien, bien. Um, hectic. You, you, you can start feeling like the, like the World Cup vibe. Uh, the Panini album came out last week, so yes. that was like a definitive way of letting us know it's coming, people. It's here. There's no turning back. It's here. And since we always talk about what's most important in Mexico for Mexico fans, Panini is definitely something that we all fans look at it. So you have it with you. Yeah, um, here it is. Your first impressions, because mine's still not in, not here. By the way, I don't remember it being these expensive. Like I thought, no, they were it's expensive. really expensive what? now. I don't. I didn't have the money to buy this as a child, and I remember no, I buying it as a child. <laughs> so I remember buying it as a child. But okay, I know inflation; everything's more expensive, especially. Mm-hmm. But to get it to the U.S., I went on to online on Amazon, and it was like one hundred and fifty-six dollars for like a box and Whoa, the panini that's book. That's even more expensive than what I paid for it. I was like, I mean, hold on, yeah, wait a second, wait a second. It can't be this much. Then I, then I found some that are way much cheaper. Um, anyways. First impressions, obviously the colors match the World Cup, all the theme and all that. But how are you liking it? I heard people say it's a little too cartoonish. 
It is. I mean, I, I did some Instagram stories once I got it. There's two things I'll highly criticize. I mean, first of all, I'm, I'm, I'm psyched. The fact the fact that I'm criticizing We're getting it back. Like, yes. Yeah, it's just I'm, I'm happy to get it. It's just like World Cup vibe. And I'm going to start like swapping stickers with everybody. Uh, but yeah, two things I really do regret. The first one is that previously you would have like all like all the players be like one through six hundred or something. You so mm -hmm. every time you would need like a sticker, you'd be like, "Hey, do you have like, number two hundred fifty-three? Yeah, yeah. You don't have that anymore. Every single what? team is yeah. You get like the numbers from one to twenty. Like here's Mexico, for instance. Um, so you get one to twenty, which just complicates things enormously because now you have to have like a like a sub list for every team. So it's like, oh, I'm missing number 14 of Mexico, and I need number seven of Argentina. Wow. So yeah, I didn't really like that. I thought like really that that sucks. I, I don't I don't like doing that. Um, that was a big the first big no no. Um, the second is is more maybe like a personal thing. I I actually do like the stickers like from from Russia. Okay. These have like a blue background, and I don't know. I I just I I, I think I liked Russia's a lot better. I actually posted um, a video in my Instagram account yesterday comparing both of them because I actually thought the stickers were a little bit smaller this year. Um, they're not. They're the same size. It just looked different. God. So, yeah, I, I didn't like, like, like the scheme of the photo. I, I just like, like, the white background. And um, they obviously avoided putting what club each player is in because unlike other World Cups, they were actually switching clubs, like, while this mm -hmm. was being printed. <laughs> um, other than that, I mean, it's it's – pretty much the same that, that i think those were the pretty big changes for for guitar oh and they had like this other thing at the end um they added like previous world cup champions so you have like this page over here not all of them are stickers some of them are um so you get like these special stickers yeah um the previous champions but it, it has yeah. all the stadiums they have like yeah the, all the beginning stuff that normally has right yeah for instance here's like the stadium page cool cool cool, cool, cool. well with that one all right Well, there you go. Yeah. Oh, and there's another crazy thing. There's like, you have like special stickers. Um, they're called the legends. And apparently the thing is um, you can get, you get one of those special cards. You don't have to stick it anywhere. It's just like for you to keep apparently. Um, and you have three different choices. So you can get Messi with a basic background. You can get him oh, with, a, I think like yeah. a bronze background, a silver background, and then like a gold background or something. Yeah, like somehow these so, are so rare. So it means you have like, right? like 80 plus more stickers to get, which I am definitely 86ing that part because that's just too much. So um, every yeah. player has one of those, right? Not, I don't know if it's every player. I think it's only like, I think they chose like 10 players or, or something uh, are like that. Are there any Mexico it, player? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I heard about Messi because um, there's a TikTok video from some little kid in Argentina who started opening one of the envelopes and he got like golden Messi and he started crying. <laughs> wow, man. Um, I've got him one. I got I got Mbappe and he like in a basic level. I don't even have him like bronze or got it, so got it. Which yeah. which is cool because you know, okay, you got one of the rare ones, but at the same time, the whole point of it is making sure that you fill up the You yeah, know, I mean, it. it's not like thing. a rare card because I remember mm. our friend Diego, Diego Pifa, who's a cool friend of the Footmax Nation, and also, um, he said that he he explained it like you know, one there's only one of the, these, there's 10 of these, there's 100 of these, or something like that. So it goes back to like the colors in those rare ones. So awesome, awesome. There's nothing yeah. to do with football, but uh, if you have your Panini book and you're going to, I, I I remember in Mexico being in, so I need someone to swap with, <laughs> yeah, it, it's crazy. So Um, pretty soon. I know I've swapped some yeah. people on Twitter. Like we emailed back, we mailed each other back our extras 
So um, yeah. my box is coming in in, uh, in a few days, Adriana. And if you are, uh, maybe we can have like a little swapping session. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. There's actually um, several apps. I got one that's called Figuritas. It's really cool. I mean, you just like like poke around like what numbers you've got, and then it'll automatically tell you like which yeah. ones you're missing and which ones you have uh, extras. There you go. Um, so that was so that's like a like a step up from like the actual list and post it. I used I used to do, and each time I got like stickers, it would be smaller and smaller and smaller until the point I actually memorized what stickers I was missing. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah, good. We'll see. All right. One of the, one of the like the historical ones. That's that's pretty cool. Is that noventa? Uh, no, ochentaidos. It's Italy eighty-two. Oh, yeah, got it, got like, it, pre got like it. previous champions. Yeah, Maldini. So that's there. We go. I'm trying to focus mm -hmm. here with the camera. There we go. There it is. Nice, awesome, yeah. awesome, awesome. Yeah. All right. Get your panini books. Uh, get your stampillas. It depends if you're in the U.S. and Mexico or all over parts of the world. You listen to us, and maybe we'll have a cool little trading sessions of what. How we many have. boxes did you order? But I like, just got it was, one. Okay, you're like gonna need box. like a, a like you need like a, a box and a half. Okay, so we'll see. <laughs> yet and you, you should okay. let me know, and then I can send them over, and it'll probably be a lot cheaper than you actually buying Done. them from. Like, no, them yeah, over. there's. Uh, I gotta look to see what it is, especially because there's not that many people. I thought over here like Walgreens had them, but they weren't sold out. So I went to Amazon. I'm like, there's no way it's as much. But um, cool, cool. We'll see. Get it, and uh, you know, uh, it's 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 already. Let us know people, how it goes. books <laughs> goes out. It's officially like World Cup season. Uh, wait, wait. Is there anybody that's uh, you're like this person's not gonna make it to the World Cup? I, you know what I did? I opened up like all the stickers and then I, I started organizing them by teams and I got like all the Mexico stickers and I got Funes Mori and I put like the Oh No <laughs> song from oh. TikTok. <laughs> and I was like, But oh, there's no. not like someone in there that like, oh man, it's... Uh, and Talavera is on there. So I was like, like yeah, really? Talavera could go. I mean, he could, but... I mean, I think when he says Munoz, the fourteen one. Yeah, like yeah. you've got Ochoa, Talavera, Araujo, Gallardo, Montes, Moreno, Luis Romo. I think so far so good, except for Talavera. Yeah. Jorge Sanchez, Edson, Tecatito. Mm, I mean, yeah, we'll see. Guardado, Eric Gutierrez, Hector Herrera, Lainez. That was that was a that was a, a risky bet. Nah, um, Char Charlie Rodriguez, kind of risky, I think. Rogelio Funes Mori, Raúl, and Chucky. Got it. I don't have all of them, but they're, they're all right. Well, there you go. That's uh, um, yeah, there's a lot. Cool, cool, cool. All right, so moving on to uh, we had a friendly. Obviously, we didn't have a Mexican soccer show last week, it was uh, a little tough with all the holiday and Labor Day over here. But um, uh, then we we're joining on the pre pregame, like, all right, who did Mexico play? We it's like, I feel like we, we <laughs> lost this. I was there. Um, the great, great atmosphere is always in Atlanta and all and all the games. What stunk it up was that uh, Mexico's not going to be able, wasn't able to get not even a tie, but a loss, a 1 0. Adena, um, your impressions of the game and specifically <laughs> these friendlies that the that are happening in the U.S., I, you know, it's they serve a purpose 100%, but they're not winning these games. So there's, it's kind of like I'm in two sides of things. When we say Moleros, these are easy teams. These are teams that, you know, we don't necessarily care about. But we're not winning these games. So we're, we are at least getting, you know, some feedback on our players and if they're ready to go. Or uh, how, do you, how do you see all this and what do you think of the game? 
it was a pretty terrible game at some point. I mean, I, I think the, the, I, I don't mind them losing. It's just the fact that they're not really inciting people to follow them and to be really optimistic. I mean, even like now with, with the album and people just talking about the World Cup a whole lot more. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is like the joke of saying, oh, but, but we're going to be back after group stage. We're not even going to make it to, to, to best of 16. So, um, yeah, I, 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 it's hard to be optimistic after seeing that game. Yes, granted, it wasn't a FIFA friendly. Um, you had Liga MX players only, which I think was a good thing. I, I, I actually yeah. do think those games sometimes are really useful because you are giving a chance to those players who are usually being cut from the team because – Hey, you're bringing over Chucky. How could you not have him play, right? But other, but other than that, how can you actually give a shot to someone who mm -hmm. plays in Liga Max? And this is, yeah, trying to be like tough competition. So that part I, I appreciate it. I did see some. I mean, some players individually are doing pretty well. Again, it was really difficult to actually see like a team effort with players that I I don't know how how long, like how many times did they actually practice? Like a couple of times, maybe three times. Um, other than that, I think we're. I think we could all agree on some of the players that should be on the list um, from Liga mm -hmm. Max. I mean, having Charlie on there, I think, isn't far-fetched. I think we can all agree that Acevedo should be the third goalkeeper. Um, I think Montes could be on there as well. And then you'll start, uh, you can start debating about some players like Alvarez, who I think has a really strong, like, campaign behind him. Uh, but it's just going to be really difficult to start, like, changing Tata's mind at this point. Yeah. Um I, I felt like at the very and if we're kind of looking at the at the game, like uh, I felt like Mexico actually did do well on paper. And then just the goal didn't come in. When you're looking at how many shots, I think the the keeper Peru's keeper had an amazing game. Peru Paraguay keeper had an amazing game. There's like three shots on on um, the hit the crossbar, and it was just it was just one of those games where you know no la, no la metió Mexico. And it was needed how the Europeans are needed in these types in, in all games with the talent that those those guys have. And so, they know each other, which I think is, is key. I mean, true. I think that's probably like one of the few things Mexico actually has like in their favor for like like towards the World Cup is they're actually gonna be together for quite a long time. While some of the other leagues are gonna end, I think like even a couple of weeks after Liga MX does. So that's a good thing. I mean, they really do need to kind of like get to know each other a lot more. But I think that's that was like kudos to League MX yeah. for making sure that they end the season early. Yeah. Uh, so I wasn't very like upset because, again, these 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 are the exhibition games that we have. These are the games that we're trying to find. If there's players that are on the bubble, if there are players that are that you know Tata still wants to wants to to call up. I don't think there's anybody new that he hasn't called up. I mean, I think that was the convocatory that is that is needed. Yeah. Um, How many think, players do you think he's called up, like, for the entire process? Yeah, that's... That'd be really interesting to know. I, I think mean, it's, like, over 45, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, oh, yeah, oh, of course, yeah, there's definitely more than 45. Like, I think when, you, when you're looking at that... Um, yeah, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how many how many he has, but again, um, it's it, when you're looking at the of, of how they didn't you know they didn't win the game, and normally would be like okay, and people were angry and, and and of course you know they have every right to be angry when when you don't win, and although people in the stadium it's party anyway, so but but there's a lot of people that are like okay, there was a foot up that the chant again, um, it's. Because these things keep happening where it's like Tata's teams, oh, we did well, but we didn't win because, 
You know, even though we had 19 shots on goal and three on the top, you know, sometimes it's okay to excuse those. That's going to happen. The problem is, is that we're not seeing anything positive happening. Like normally, yeah, that, yeah. in, and then all of a sudden, okay, we have a good game and another good game. <laughs> something bad happens. It's it's like your team in Liga MX, right? Or your team in any in any sport. You have bad games, and you can excuse them by like, you know what? We just it was one of those games where the ball didn't go in. It's it's 12 out of 18 qualify. It can't be that bad. <laughs> But then you go, okay, that's excused one time, or and then and then another time with with that that's team, you go. You know what? We just had one bad mistake. We were dominating, and then one mental error, and the and and the opposition capitalized. You're like, okay, that happened. We can't. But and then in the next game, it's like you know there was a red card, and I feel like every possible scenario where Mexico doesn't win keeps happening for Tata. That because there's yeah. nothing positive, that we're just going. Well, is this the trend? And I think that's where fans are right now. Where what's positive coming out of the U.S.? I mean, out of Mexico. And, <laughs> uh, what's what's positive that's coming out of the out of uh, out of El Tri? And we can't really pinpoint, you know, this where maybe we're hungry for it. The the national team jersey came out and everybody's raving about it. Finally, something good it has nothing to do with football, but you know, maybe we're hungry to celebrate Mexican football in some way. That maybe that's another reason why that the the, the, the The jersey and every and at least that's doing really well. But we go back to the to the last friendly, and you know now we're looking ahead. And if this is how it's going to be, where are these? I feel good about this team facing against Poland. They won those. Yeah. You just had a hat trick. You you know <laughs> it, it's kind of like okay, what what positive outlook are we looking for? And this is why I think these two friendlies are going to be huge. But then at the same time. This is when we go. It's so it doesn't matter if we lose these friendlies because you know it all matters in the World Cup. But again, where is this positive, you know, team? Something good that's coming out yeah. of. And the only thing I can rescue is the fact that players in the national team or Tata's players are actually doing really good in their teams. Like I'm well, seeing that trend where it's like, okay, maybe not with the national team, but at least these players, which is something other than, and I know you and I have talked about this. It's something that wasn't po happening last year during qualifiers. No one was having a good time. Like no, <laughs> no players were having, or doing well European or, you know, aside from Edson, you know, or, but none of the players that are on the national team right now, you got players like Gallardo scoring, <laughs> you know, everyone's, you know, think seeing how this player is doing well. You have, You have Montes playing well. You have a Moreno, I think, playing really well. Um, and then we're starting to kind of look. Charlie's doing good. Monterrey players, aside from <laughs> Funes Mori, <laughs> you know, they're doing Henry Martin scoring goals. It, it, you know, Bebote is scoring. So it's it's kind of like, all right, maybe we're just grasping towards the individual of these players and their teams. But I get why people are still worried. Well, that's that's what I mean. That it was a terrible game because I mean, yeah, we had clear shots on goal, granted, but people were chanting for that that again. There's no actual player I think people are are truly excited about, at least with 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 the group that was called up this time. I mean, if Santiago Jimenez was called up, I mean, we probably would have really been excited. yeah, it would have been like really exciting because yeah, he just went to Europe and he's doing great. And well, what about Alexis Vega? That's the guy that everyone's looking at, no? But it but he's not actually mm. like generating that like energy from the from the fans i think there's no like it's not like raul like a couple of years ago when everyone was yeah. like it's raul i mean it's it's happening or tecatito 
there's no player. It doesn't mean they're playing poorly because, yeah, individually they're doing pretty well. But it just there's no one that's actually like holding the team and carrying them like personality wise. And we've we've also spoken about this. You don't have like a really strong character like captain role either. And even if you had Ochoa and you had Guardado, who are like the key like experienced players, it's not like like a leadership position like we've seen with Cuauhtémoc, with Rafa, with Pavel. It's it it just seems as though the team is lacking in, in all those kinds of things. So they could they could play fairly okay. Um, but still, you're not getting people excited. I mean, I remember previous World Cups and you would see the group and you would be like, oh, yeah, we'll probably suffer. But there was like a bit more optimism. Maybe it was we could even be like naive. Um, and then now it's like, oh, my God, are we actually going to win a game? Like, is it are we actually because we could lose against Poland. Everyone thinks we're going to lose against Argentina. Um, and now we're all dreading the fact that we couldn't even beat like Saudi Arabia. Yeah. So that's 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 what's really different. And I think that's what the team is lacking. And that's why it's so difficult to generate something even like a couple months before the World Cup, just because you don't have that. You don't have those really key players that the key leadership position. And um, obviously that has been criticized. Like <laughs> if he calls up a player, why is he putting him on? If he doesn't call a player, why isn't he calling him on? Um, yeah. Stuff that, like that. So, yeah, there's tons of that. That's definitely on. on the hot seat. I think we've yeah. realized, I mean, for him to say, hey, you know, somebody asked him at the end of the game about um, the Fuera Tata comments. They're, they're definitely loud, you know. Um, and he said it's – it's he doesn't – I don't know if he said he doesn't see why, but it was kind of like, you know, this is where you got to be behind your team. Yeah. You know, this, yeah. Is, this is a time where these players already have enough pressure to not have the, the fans, you know, behind them is what creates a lot of that – a lot of that pressure. Yeah, great. But then again, how can you – how can you, you know, be <laughs> – and I get it. Look, we as fans, and, and the fans all over, exageramos mucho. You know, we as soon as something bad happens, it's like, fuera, I mean, they had fuera that way before this happened. Oh, you know, yeah. Fuera. It's like, like the fuera piojo. The team yeah, has to be right. played There's and it's trending already. <laughs> this is part of the national. This is what happens when you're in a high-profile fan base around the world, right? Argentina, España, all those. Yeah. I mean, to a point where, where, where everyone's looking at it. But... There is some truth to it. And again, I think it goes back to we don't there's there's nothing positive that's happening that we're getting excited from from a player, right? Mm-hmm. Right, that's playing in the national team to to a result that we're like, hey, okay, we look good. I go back. The best game that I've seen on their Tata was during 2020, 2019 in the European tour. I believe it's 2020 actually, where you know, uh, against Holanda during that oh, team. Yeah. You know, so we finally, where Tata said, I remember him excited about his offense, of how well mm-hmm. they were playing in his system. And it's like right before the big, the pandemic or right, you know, in the middle of it where you, where everything got paused. But at the same time that I just remember him raving about his team. And now it's kind of like on the defense whenever he comes on. Right, where it's kind of like here. Here's why I believe in this team. So for the World Cup, we're either gonna get this highly prepared like team that's like, all right, we've been warming up to this. They're, they're gonna peak that. right at the World Cup, right at the World Cup, just <laughs> like they did three years ago, right after the Gold Cup, or it's just gonna be a disaster. <laughs> um, and I, we, you know, we, Tata and Tata had been wrong, and and that's it. Like we're not making it out. Like I've seen those two scenarios where it's like. Okay, these players are playing well. You know, whoever's up there that's healthy and that's been playing, it's going to be because these guys are playing. And to Tata's credit, 
Tata's like national team call up uh, players for the majority are playing really well with their teams. Yeah, at least that's they have that going on for them. So yeah, <laughs> I just hope now they get called up. I mean, because yeah, I, I mean, you can't guarantee they will. I mean, one of the things we've we criticized from Tata is the fact that he's sticking to what he knows, despite the fact that you have players that are doing a lot better than those initial other players. I mean, mm -hmm. you could really debate on whether Chaquito should be called up. He is playing really well. He's getting minutes. He's now in Europe. I mean, yeah, he won't be a starting position. Um, uh, I would start but right you now. Could, you would? Over who? Right now? Over Raul? I mean, yeah, you could. Will he? I, I would. Right now, I would. I, I, yeah, that's Raul? the thing. Like, all – like like – Everyone, like all fans, we want that. We want you to put like the players that are doing well at this moment because that's one of the things you have to be like hot. Um, and yeah. it's not going to happen. He's going to know with what he knows. Yeah, true. And so he's going to have like like Gallardo and, and I, I'm Sanchez. not a that has that relationship with Raul. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, but if I was, I mean, I get um, our friend. Well, if, if, if he did that, he would call up Chicharito. Uh, no, I mean, yeah, but Chicharito, yeah, you know, he would. Yeah, I, I know, but if, Especially if he were going to do that, yeah, you'd call up Chicharito. It, it's fun. like I'm saying, I feel like Tata's just going back. See, guys, I told you Chicharito right now. I, I'm <laughs> one of my favorite players. Well, look what you guys got me into. I really want to call him. We need him, people. And <laughs> you know, it's like the whole PK thing with Chicharito and then missing another PK, the Panenka, and it's like. I, I really day. hate Panenka shots, by the way. I think penalty shots always as strong as you can, as far away from the center, like as you can. That's like, yeah. Fuerte y a los lados. Always fuerte y a los lados. There is no need for a Panenka. I hate True. it. <laughs> I hate that. And I hate the little hop that they're doing before the penalty kick now. Well, wow, that's Raul. Oh, man, I despise the, the little hop. Raul Jimenez is perfect. Okay. No, Man. no, no. No one has to do it. No one has a need, like any need for doing a little hop. No. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're not going around the run, though. But, but okay. You remember, like, the panenkas that go in and you're like, wow. Like, to yeah, do that. Yeah. It's just like an un. It's, it's nice when they go in, but it's just like such a exactly. unnecessary it's like, thing. Could you do it? Yeah, do you like dare to stamp, like, it, to stamp to say I have whatever no, you, you can do it like when you're winning like two zero, three to one. Okay, you can do that. But not when you're but, but the trying, not when there's pressure, not when you don't. actually that need for to his win. hat trick. That's for his hat trick, and he scores with the Panenka after scoring two goals and giving, you know, it's like I think I think that's the that's the moment, and I think. Um, I, I I don't necessarily applaud because again I wouldn't have taken that risk, but that's just me. But there's players that do. See that in a World Cup, Ooh. you know. Yeah, but that's yeah. No. It, it's like <laughs> still. <laughs> in a, he didn't. Everyone talks about that Panenka, or you know, there's there's other players who have just humiliated, and you have those. So just yeah, the but then they're also humiliated when they miss the shot. We had who was it in a Clásico Tapatio? Um. Oh my God! Who was it? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it in a minute. Um, yeah, you, just, you know, there, there's there, there's okay Panenka available occasions, and then there's like Panenka prohibited occasions. Like, <laughs> goes in. All right, guys, this is when you can. But first of all, I don't ever. Yeah, want it's to like Amiga Masatán. Go ahead, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no worries there. Man, I just uh, you know after after that game, and uh, she's like, my fault, my fault, my fault. Then then what do you do, right? Then that there's another PK. 
it's because of, of, <laughs> of Chicharito that, that happens. And he goes up. And I can see why he's taking it again because there's that confidence. Again, you know you missed one. There was a big drama. Here it is. Redeem yeah. yourself. It was actually a really good take at PK to the corner on the left. And the, the keeper stops it and everyone just goes, ah. Then there's yeah. another PK in the same game. And Chicharito didn't take it. And well, you have to, you have to make sure other players can actually you know, take their shots as well. In PK drama, if we go across <laughs> the pond with Bebote and his team, that uh, apparently he wanted to take the PK. There was some protocols within the team. The team captain is like, you know, I take all the PKs. But somehow that didn't get – I don't know if he just didn't follow that. He went, scored it beautifully. And then the captain at the end of the game said, you know, we have protocols. He shouldn't have done that. And we have a team, which yeah. I'm like, what? So Oh, here we go. It was, I okay, so it was Panchito Gonzalez. It was like seven years ago because I know Aldo Rocha did it um, like last year. Or no, this year. I don't remember it was this year or last year. Um, but yeah, this was a longer time ago. Yeah. All right. No panenkas for uh, Indiana's team. No, no, no. You can do it like if Barcelona wants to do it against Bayern Munich, be like just if go ahead. PK, if this is the PK that's going to get us to the round of 16. Oh, dear God, no. And somehow it's like, I'm going to do a panenka. I'd be like, what are you doing? Just just. just Oh, he's not coming out alive with that stadium. No, no, no. <laughs> you know you can't. But do that. that, but but if we're looking at, well, that's what Sidan did in the World Cup finals. Like, but it's Sidan. <laughs> I know, but I'm I'm not comparing them. But I'm just saying, okay, Guatemala's gonna do it. He won everything, anyways. <laughs> I know you did. Guatemo, gonna do it, right? He's he's gonna be a. Oh I yeah. Just, I mean, yeah, the guy yeah, takes yeah like you also need like feet. yeah. Yeah, like first thing to take into consideration is make sure you have the player that has the personality and to do that. Not 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 just the showing off, but the actual like confidence that yeah, I'm not gonna screw up. I'm you're really okay gonna them, mess. You're up. okay with them, you know, trying a panenka. Well, because he would do it for for America, so France, I couldn't care less. So <laughs> France 2010, Mexico needed that PK to win the two one where where Cuauhtémoc took that. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, like and there you go. He it's gonna be up on Inca. Everybody knows it. I, you know what? It's demo. Do it. Do it. Oh no, I get serious just about thinking about it. No, no. No, just, just make right, sure right. it goes in. It's like just yeah. Well, uh the good thing is is that um Demo loves to take hundred feet when he used to do his PKs and run as, as fast as, as fast as he can. That yeah, that's and the just way to do it. Tap it in, tap yeah. it in, and it goes flying. It was um, to this day, I think he only missed one official PK. I think I saw where Cotemu has the most uh, the streaks in out of like 59. Well, Raul like had one, remember? I think Raul ha actually oh, had, had a that record streak. as well. Yeah. He has two. He miss he's missed two. Yeah. But um, I think uh, I saw an article somewhere in England that came out that it is Cotemu Blanco of like official players oh, that nice. has only missed uh, in his whole career. Well, Not, yeah, didn't take a ton, but I think only missed one, which... We'll see. Um, all right, all right. Now, not not to backtrack. Um, these two games that are coming up: uh, Mexico contra Peru, Mexico contra Colombia. The official send-off match is what they're calling it. The one in LA, which is a little odd. I'm not gonna lie. Like, why wouldn't it be the one in Santa Clara? But I get it. LA is bigger. Pasadena. Expecting all the players are gonna be there. We're gonna have. Um, uh, the list should be coming out soon. Usually comes out on Thursday. It might come out on Tuesday or Wednesday, but I know it's definitely coming out this week. Mm -hmm. uh, players, and to you, Adriana, how important is this list? Because this is going to be the final two friendlies before, like, the World Cup list is out. 
Um, Will I think he's pretty set. Injuries? Is there are there any well, players that come in? Um, I mean, you like you do need like a natural substitute for Tecatito, for instance. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I, so that's that's just one player that. I mean, it could be a player that you were already considering to call up, but it, it just like it's like a domino effect, right? If you have that player, then someone else has to come in for that player, mm-hmm. even as a sub. Um, so yeah, we just might see something. Um, I mean, I don't think we'll see any more surprises. I don't think it's the moment to just keep on seeing players. You've seen them enough. I mean, and if not, you can just see them like every weekend if you need like something else to change your mind. Yeah, I don't. I right. think this is the occasion to actually start building the team and just start making sure that you know who's playing where, with who, um, what position, and just making sure they have enough minutes available to get to know each other. I think yeah. we've reached that point. I wouldn't. I don't think I would like still test out stuff like two months away yeah. from the World Cup. No. Our friends, uh, these guys are doing an amazing job doing stats all about uh, Mexican football stat kicks. They, they came out with a really cool um, little graphic where it says Profundidad de Plantilla. Um, not 100% in my opinion, but it's kind of cool to see. So if, uh, give them a follow and and um, if you're following along, I'll give you some time. But it was kind of cool to see uh, Tata. I, I guess this might be like Tata, Tata's Profundidad. Yeah. like um, Yeah. We're looking at it. But if you're looking at it, Ochoa Acevedo Talavera. You know, I would say I would say that too. I think Acevedo is finally. I think he's going. I, I think, think he could actually be like the second goalkeeper. Truth be yeah, told, sure. I really like him as as the goalkeeper. Like, I've not, I've I even looked up a tweet I had. It was was like seven years ago, saying I really enjoyed this player. It was when, um, it was he came out, and then it was also um, we were looking at Jurado in Veracruz. I remember, and I was like, oh, we're, we're getting all these younger goalkeepers. Mm-hmm. I, I remember that happening. I mean, yeah, different stories. <laughs> now, if you look at them, way different who, scenarios. Now. Who went to Who went to Portugal? Rudinho. Rudinho. I mean, that was the that time, right? Jurado, Gudinho. Yeah, yeah you, you were suddenly like, like this new generation. Um, and I remember looking at Sevilla, and I was like, "Wow, this kid's got like he's he's tough. I I, I like him as a goalkeeper." So yeah, yeah definitely, I, definitely. I, I mean, I'm on there. Uh-huh. To me, Ochoa gets injured, bringing Acevedo. Now Talavera's still not a bad keeper. Like Talavera's still no, 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 he's good. Talavera, I would say in the air uh, coming out is one of the best keepers. If it's a corner kick, Talavera's always really good. Talavera's solid. Yeah. We're, we're solid in that position. Ochoa's just going to give you, and you've seen it. You've seen the Ochoa. Um, yeah, the cat like reflexes. Yeah, you'll, you'll see, yeah the cat like against Brazil. You see Ochoa. You see Ochoa. Like, there's no way you're taking it out. Um, right back. Uh, our friend Stats Kicks have Sanchez, Kevin Alvarez, Eric Lara, and uh, Julian Araujo. Emilio, right? It would be Emilio. Emilio. Sorry. Yeah. And Julian. Um, Lira. <laughs> Not Lara. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Emilio Lara. Lara. Yeah, yeah, Lara. Yes. That, um, I mean, when you're looking at. I, I I mean I I take like Sanchez and Alvarez. I actually think Alvarez is doing a lot better. I, I'm gonna be highly criticized because of this because Jorge Sanchez just went off to the Netherlands, but mm-hmm. I really do think um Kevin has been doing such an amazing yeah. job. I do see I only think the, the thing he's lacking is actually minutes with the senior squad. I think that's the only thing. I don't think Sanchez will do poorly. I just rather have Alvarez at this point but yeah I, I get right what I, I, experience level you need Sanchez on there okay yeah uh 
Araujo, Montes, and Alanis. Well, I don't know. Alanis on the right How side. How did Alanis make that list? That, that's a weird yeah. one. Yeah, that's. I think that's the only one that I'm just calling. That's the only one I'm like, huh. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's our, it, it, this is their list. But, you know, Araujo, Montes, of course. Yeah, that's it. It's, yeah. And they're, I think they're both going to make it there. I Yeah. Yeah. Um, Vasquez, Moreno, and Angulo. Uh, I don't, I, I really don't think Angulo will make it. Yeah, I don't think Angulo will make I it. I don't know. I, I remember hearing that he really likes him from like people that are. Oh close really? To yeah. I think I, I would I would have either I like Moreno with Montes for some reason. I, I like that. Um I, I think Moreno I like for sure central defense. Yeah. Joan Vasquez not getting minutes, he's in the bench. I think his stock has kindly dropped. He's all, mm -hmm. and maybe, and maybe it's something there that Tata has known. You know, it's kind of like, well, you got to be playing your team. Everyone was like criticizing because he didn't even go to the bench in the other games, but Johan is not playing. Yeah, I'd have Moreno um, and Johan I have Moreno. as a sub. Yep. I have Moreno. I have Moreno Montes, and even Araujo too. I mean, Araujo. Yeah. Um, Arteaga, Reyes, Gallardo, Aguirre. I think, I think Gallardo's top of Tata's. Yeah, I don't think he even likes Arteaga. That, that's the one I, I don't. I really don't think he likes. He, he. I think he's going. I think he's he's used. I'm them. not sure he'll be called up. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I'd go with. Um, I think Gallardo's probably his like number one player for that position for left back. Followed up by oh my god, I want to say Aguirre for some reason. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I there for sure. And then yeah. scoring three goals, very good golazo. Granted, it was a kind of weak defense, but I think Gallardo's stock has definitely gone up. There is no, yeah. there is no way Edson Alvarez. He's no, no, that's that's set. Yeah. Uh, if, if there's one player you know it's going to start all all three games, it's Edson and it's Ochoa. Edson. <laughs> yeah, Ochoa. Edson number one. And, yeah. That, yeah. And Ochoa, Edson do great, having great games. Ajax, uh, Alvarez, Chavez. And Reyes. No, it's, it's, a, like it's, it's only going to be Edson. And if he has to have another like like holding midfielder, it's going to be like Guardado or something. If he has to do that, which I don't think he will. Yeah, yeah. Or, right, that's or Jorge Sanchez played him played in that role. Yeah, he did. I saw that yeah. uh, for the Champions League game last week, right? Champions yeah. League game coming in. I was surprised. Man. I was like, wait, why isn't he like? Why is he there? Like, oh, I'm like, yeah, well, hold on a second. Midfielder. We can't have. We can't have two Mexicans fighting for one spot. We want to have two. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, there's no one going into it. In the middle, too, because of Tata. Um, let's go, you know, Herrera, Chay Rodriguez, Beltran, and Romo. And Romo, which this is where I kind of go, where is Herrera and how is he going to be coming into the World Cup? Could we already put Chay Rodriguez? This is, you know, Tata saying that Herrera is the most talented player. Um, I mean, he is, but uh, he's not. I mean, again, you have to be like hot. I mean, I think you informed. really have to take that into consideration. Yeah, when you're coming into World Cup, you need players, yes, with experience, but most of all, I think you need players who are at their best in that moment. And sadly enough, I don't think Achech is at his best right now with you. Right now, he's not. Uh, yeah, right now, it's, I would say Charlie Rodriguez. Um, yep. On the other side, um, Eric. Eric Gutierrez, Andres Guardado. Sebastián Córdoba. No, no, he's not gonna make it. I'm so I was I was looking at a Tigres game the other day and I was just so sad of how like how he like after after the Olympics his career just is, isn't the same. I mean I definitely thought he was great at the beginning of the season. 
At the beginning, he, he scored a lot of scoring goals. He was back. Yeah, then, I mean, he yeah, the last few weeks. Like he left America, and then he it was like downhill, and then it took him a while to get used to Tigres, and it seems as though he's going uphill again. But it just took so long. I mean, I, I think he lost really like really valuable time at that at this point. So I don't even think he's going to make it to the for the roster to the roster. I mean, yeah. they were they were saying that he might take some players to be like um, I don't know to, to just have like enough players available for practice and stuff. I think it's another three players. I could yeah. see Cordoba being in that list, but I definitely don't think he'll be in the definitive like 26 player list. Yeah. Sadly enough, because I really do think, and this is coming from a Chivas fan, I actually thought that he was doing really great with America. And I was like, oh my God, we've got new talent. Here we go. Uh, really exciting player. I think we even thought that he was going to Europe sometime soon. And then, yeah, he left America and it, it just took him a while to get used to Tigres. Yeah. Um, on the left side, uh, Irving Lozano, good thing after the you know his injury came back and everything's good with all the tests, he should be good. Alexis Vega, Orbelin Pineda, Orbelin Pineda, who's been scoring goals in the Greek. Granted, the Greek league isn't you know, top <laughs> eight, nine, I mean, but, but he's playing and he's scoring goals and he's and he's doing well. And then Pio, uh, Pio Alvarado, a player that I think, um. Tata really likes and that has played well in Tata system. Yeah. Maybe not such a popular player, but yeah. I mean, there's there's there isn't anybody. I mean, Piojo probably on the on the I think Pineda, I think Orbelin goes. Yeah, I, I think, think he's probably gonna beat. I mean, on the other on the right side, you have Tecatito, which is like a huge like question mark. Uh Linus, Antuna, and Marcelo Flores. No, not yet. Not yet for Flores. Next time, next 20 seconds world, his World Cup. Um, I mean, this is where you start playing, and you're like really grateful that we have 26 players this time instead of 23. 23. <laughs> yes, um, yes. I mean, Tecatito, if he doesn't make it, with truth, truth be told, I really don't think he will. I would love if, for him to be back. I just don't see the like how he can come back from that that injury and be like physically fit without risking another injury. To be honest, yeah. So this that's is, the thing. So yeah, this yeah. is where I go. I I think the play. I think Tata's gonna wait and wait and wait and wait until the very last minute. If yeah. Tecatito is available at seventy five percent, do you take him to the World Cup? Is he training back? Is he ready to run? But this is a broken. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd only have him back if he's been training for at least like three weeks and which seems so and unlikely then, because I, even then yeah, and even then and even then it's weeks. a huge risk now you're yeah, gonna but come still. In first game is against poland in the world cup yeah or do you wait give him some time sub him in then he plays against argentina then he starts for the saudi Arabia oh yeah and, he, and he, I, I couldn't see him even maybe, starting like and if yeah. that's a possibility if they, uh he's gonna take him who's gonna take mm -hmm. out the, the pecking order you know, people, whatever the speculation is i i'm i'm, I'm the type of person to take marcelo flores be a part of that be and to, to get him primed up as the very young person. Let's be honest, from 2021 20, to 26, you're not going to get any playing time anyway in that, right? It's 11 players. You have one sub. Yeah. You know, are you really, you know, but then again, Tata really likes Antuna. He plays him. <laughs> he really, I think, I think Linus is meeting Linus in that position. Not, not that I dislike Linus. I actually really do like him as a player, but um, I do think Antuna could be beating him at this point for that position. It's 
For yeah. me, it's Linus is, is, is even a starter if Tecatito's not there, which could bump in a person like Marcelo Flores. For me, I'm all in for him, for him to go. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's 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 going to be tough. And up top, uh, Raul Jimenez. And now Chiquito. El Bebote, Martin, and Funes Mori. Oh, man, you, can't, you just can't go. take Funes Mori. You can't take Funes Mori. I, I wait. How many players do we have? Okay, wait. Let me see. Like we have, we have three goalkeepers, and then we got Sanchez, Alvarez, Araujo, Montes, Vasquez, Moreno, Arteaga, and no, we said we said Gallardo and Aguirre. So we have ten, and then we only have Edson as holding midfielder. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Okay, we could probably take several of them. <laughs> we could probably be a bit more there's flexible 26. with the strikers. No, 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 no. I think that's where, like, remember, there's 26 players. I don't think he takes all four of them, though. No, I don't I don't I, think he I should think or will Henry take Funes Mori. Yeah, I take yeah. Henry, to be honest. Yeah, I well, take right all three of them. Have... I take Chiquito, yeah, I take Raul, and I take Henry. Yeah, two of those. Yep. Yeah. I take two of those, and then Chucky plus Vega plus Orbelin, and then on the right side, Linus, Antuna, and hopefully Tecatitos. And yeah, I, I think you can actually make it happen with 26 players, yeah. I mean, the thing is, just because that defensive midfield position, we only have Edson, but if you take Achache, he could play that position. Charlie could uh, play that uh, position. Guardado could play that position. So yeah, so that's that's where you kind of make up for yeah. having so many can play that position. Teams. Yeah, apparently he can. <laughs> apparently he can. There you go, Tata. So, yeah. Oh, what? Was that Moreno ever? I thought, no, no, no. Moreno is a defensive midfielder? I thought, I'm like, why, why am I thinking Moreno once I went? No, that was, a, that was a Reyes who moved up. Oh, okay. Um, all right, all right. Well, there it is, guys. We, we spent way too much time, and, and we'll keep doing this almost, almost other, because everything kind of keeps changing. List for the Mexico games uh, that are coming up, should be coming up in the next few days. Be interested mm -hmm. to see who he calls. I believe yeah. I heard Little Bird tell me that there's 12 Europeos that are going to that list. Wow. So wait, wait. that would be quickly. That would be. Oh my God, are you bringing an Arteaga? Could that be one of them? I think so. So yeah, Arteaga, Johan. Um, I was looking at that but no, not anymore. Not anymore. Uh, <laughs> but you have Sanchez out there as well. Edson. Yeah, Edson, you have four Europeos. You're not you're not considering Achacha, right? So this is no. like despite MLS. Okay. No, this is Europeos. So you, you could have Guti, Guardado, Chucky, um, Orbelin, I guess, and Orbelin. then Linus, uh, Raul, Chaquito. I'm missing one. Oh, could that be Marcelo? Could that be Marcelo? Could that be uh Ortecatito? Oh, no, just bring him in and just to, like, mm -hmm. I don't know, like, bond the players. That would be nice. We've, we've seen that before. That's happened. Like, we've yeah. seen that with clubs as well. That, that would be a really, like, great boost for Tecatito. Wait, is anybody in Portugal? Um, no. Linus. Yeah, Linus. Yeah, I, Linus. Somebody in Portugal. So, yeah, so um, he also did mention the 12, the number 12 right now uh, in our press conference where it's like, we got the 12 in Europe when somebody asked him about the World Cup. But I don't know if that 12 is Tecatito, including Tecatito, because I would think Mar I probably Marcelo would want to think, yeah, I'd, I probably would think that just because he is going to wait for, for Tecatito as, as long as he is, 
he's just going to keep him in like wherever he's recovering and make sure that he has enough rest. Yeah. It's, so, it's, yeah, it's, it's like a nice thing. Hey, come on over and be here. I could, with that's where I could see that. Um, um, but recovery wise, I mean, you just want, don't want any setbacks just because you traveled half across the world to just be with your friends yeah. and teammates. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's, it's, if it's, if you're, if they're contemplating that he's going to be ready for the world cup, oh, if man, there that's... might be some games like bring him, um, yeah, so that's 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 what I heard about, um, which is just gonna be tight. Know. Which is just yeah. gonna be which is it's just gonna be tight. Yep. I'm all right. Well, we'll see. Um, what stinks is that it'd be cool to see a, a Peru that was going to the World Cup. Now they're not. And um, then, actually, well, it would be great if like all any one of these last three teams was going to the yeah. World Cup. <laughs> it's true. It's true. But I mean, these were made before those friendly before Peru didn't make it to the World Cup. These friendlies yeah. were already scheduled, and obviously Colombia, Colombia. Not yeah, truth be told, who would have thought that Colombia was going to make it? So. Yeah, Colombia and Peru, which yep. I'm like, at least one of them, but they didn't make it. Yep. So for all those that say it's just so hard to, to qualify in Comebol, <laughs> Peru, Peru couldn't beat Australia. I'm not saying Australia is an easy team, but yeah. Um, all right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Pasadena on the Saturday, the 24th, and then Santa Clara. Uh, there was another national team uh, game that was announced, right, which is oh, one yeah. week, actually more than one week, I don't know, in uh, Girona in Spain, which is going to be the two games. Now Sp uh, now uh, Iraq. Iraq and obviously Sweden. Iraq trying to mimic a little bit of the, of the Saudi Arabian teams. Saudi Arabia, the Saudi Arabia like team, um, yeah. and then Sweden, right? Which is uh, Poland, right? Trying to get, I guess, the same style, and we're looking at yeah, it. It's but, same uh, kind of feel, yeah. So I then have four more games before the World Cup starts. Four Crazy. games for everybody, and you know this is going to go by really fast. Like it's yep. it's these these September. Now we're looking at October. No games in October. Um, the prep. And is there going to be a camp before? When does the camp start? Yeah, when I mean, definitive list. Do you know anything about that? I don't know when, no. like what date. Um, I'm do think I do remember that came up, like the the fact that they could be taking some extra players to the mm -hmm. camp in Girona, um, just to make sure they have enough players available to prepare. Um, I'm guessing trying to be a bit. I don't know, having just being cautious and knowing that you have any player available just in case um, our bad luck continues and you lose another player due to injury or something yeah. like that, which I hope not. But, I mean, we do have Tecatito out. Uh, Chucky gave us a scare. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure he's going to give the definitive list after, like before that. So, Liga Max stops on the 30th. Um, I'm guessing first week of November. Yeah. What will it happen? Has like, like the second November. or third. Yep. It has to be the first week. So looking at, the, I guess the U.S. Mm -hmm. said November 9th is when they're giving their list. I'm not saying that they're going to give it at the same time. No, um, I'm think I'm pretty sure Mexico's going to have it like just a bit before. Before, yeah. because November 9th is when they face Iraq. So yeah. you're going to need a few days to, to practice, travel and practice. To travel. I'm thinking. November like second. Yeah. Somewhere along those lines. Yeah. Is when we're gonna get now. If that does that mean the team will already be together? Does that mean are they gonna come in before um, to do a little mini camp? Because I thought there was gonna be a longer camp for this World Cup cycle, but they can't have I, them until the 30th. 
Yeah. I'm, and 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 this and the, I'm, the I'm, Europeos, can they be released early? I mean, if there's a game on the ninth, when does everything else end? Yeah, because I I think some European leagues end like around that first week of November. Still, I mean. Again, kudos Liga MX for ending their, the season so early. I mean, yeah, we're struggling to keep up with the schedule, but <laughs> but we'll appreciate players being released a bit earlier. Um, I'm guessing they're going to have, like, usually what happens is whenever you're eliminated from Liga MX, you probably have, like, a week off, and then you start joining, like, training at, at the CAR, like, yeah, the yeah. facilities, and just start practicing, like, like, yeah, like a week after you're eliminated from Liga MX. So I'm guessing that will probably happen. It's just a matter of knowing what will happen with the actual finalists. The last if game. you are playing the 30th, then you have like zero rest. And I think they can't have that. I can, I think they, they're actually like obligated to give some rest before. The last like, game of the EPL is November 12th. You got Wolves versus Arsenal. <laughs> That's just crazy. So like, like eight days before the World Cup. And then begins. And then Match 17 is December 26th, which is a week. After. That's, yeah, no, that's. So we'll see. I'm, yeah, we'll see when that. So maybe the first games, you know, you're going to have a Raul, you're not going to have some of the European players? I guess so. I mean, they're not obligated to let them go. They could, like. That's the question we need. When are, they obligated? when are they obligated to let them go? I think it's actually on the, like, just that weekend. I, I think some leagues, like, really took it, like, as far as they could go with the calendar. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I think I have it written somewhere. Um, let me see if I can find it. Because that's, that's like, if you hear, like, like, uh, like several people from the Federation, they'll actually mention this several times, saying how grateful yeah. they are for the clubs to making sure that they release the players as early as they could. Mm-hmm. Um, here we go. November 14th. That's the limit for players to actually, like, join their teams for the World Cup. Okay, November yeah, 14th. which is the last game on November 12th. They'll probably keep Raul. Yeah, it's a Monday. So there it is. The Iraq so game, you're not going to have a full squad. Nope. You'll have them for the Sweden game. Yeah. Which which is, again, I I, I was pretty sure that they had to give them like a week off. But yeah, again, like this World Cup is weird in so many ways. So I'm guessing that's just not happening. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because that's just one week before the actual World Cup begins. Yep. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right, guys. Well, there it is. Uh, all about the national team. Man, it's everything's just gonna come by really, really fast. We'll yeah. um, we'll continue here, and and uh, yeah, it's it's just gonna be madness. These next two games. Um, yeah. Let us know if you have any questions. What what do you think about the list? If there are any players that we've missed, I know there's other players that you know you wish we had. The younger players that are coming coming up. Um, but I believe everybody we mentioned today. I think that's that's a pretty, pretty good, uh, <laughs> pretty good list. It's just kind of scary to see who's going to make it and who's not. Yeah, when we're looking at it. We will see. We will see. All right, all right. Uh, Liga MX. America's going to win the whole thing. Let's just, just oh, congratulate the fans. <laughs> their uh, historic. I hope, I hope not, but they. It definitely seems as though they could. <laughs> Which is amazing if you start thinking about how, like, how uh, intense America's exactly. schedule was at some point. Yeah, it's just crazy. I mean, they they did it. Well, they're doing it because, I mean, usually what happens to the MX teams? They're not used to having so much activity like midweek. Usually have weeks off, 
Um, they actually have like, you know, like Monday off and Tuesday off and stuff like that. And then America had like an entire month where they had like zero rest days. And now, hey, they're first place. They're practically qualified for like straight to quarterfinals. I don't, I don't think they'll make it out of the first four. I'm sorry? I think Monterrey and America are pretty much qualified. Yeah, I think they're, they're set. Um, um, and they'll make a straight to quarterfinals. So they'll actually have that rest week because everybody else will have to play repechaje. Yeah. So, yeah. One, uh, in, the, in the last game, uh, again, Leon is just the weirdest team you can root for because there's <laughs> no way I expected Leon. To oh, Pumas could, Pumas could give you a run for them. I mean, for uh, two, <laughs> Um, Monterrey winning, Club America winning. Uh, you know, what, what it's just interesting how Leon, how like the first few weeks of Liga MX has nothing to do with what is happening towards it. So, um, yeah, interesting to see what, what happens. Is there a there's a midweek games coming up too, right? On the I, I, there's midweek games like every single week, and that's the crazy thing yeah. about Liga MX. I mean, it's actually games that were pending from pending. Yeah, the Chivas Chivas Tigres is Chivas pending. America Sanz is pending, but the Cruz Azul León that takes place on Thursday, which I'm not sure why they're playing on Thursday, that's actually a week 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 sixteen game. Yes, sixteen game, right? I'm not even sure if they're they're in week sixteen because everybody's like in a different week, so I'm not even sure if that's what they get. If it's like, yeah, why are they playing on Thursday? I don't know. Um, yeah, but, but well, yeah. I have to <laughs> tomorrow the game that Chivas versus Tigres is from match day nine. Yeah. The Club America versus Santos is from the fifth week. Then Juarez Pachuca is from the eighth week. And then the Leon Cruz Azul game is for week 16. <laughs> yeah. And then you had teams that were actually playing week, week 16 like a month ago or something. That, yeah. that was why August was so weird. There was actually a point in the season where we had Liga MX games consecutively. I think it was like for 11 days. Yeah. Like we did not have a, like a day off from Liga MX. So yeah, <laughs> that's how weird this calendar has been, and you have, that's why you you look at the standings and you have teams that have played fourteen games, fifteen games, sixteen games, mm-hmm. twelve games. It's it's been crazy the entire season. Okay. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. Adriana, thanks again. Saying uh, thank you to Amy, our producer, and also uh, Cesar. Uh, I think uh, took a little vacay because um, it's, it's here. Here comes some some crazy time for. Anybody that's working in media and, and football. Um, yeah. Thank you again for all, of, all our followers and all the questions. If you're listening to us once again on the Apple uh, iPod, iPods <laughs> podcast, <laughs> podcast, definitely give us a rating and, uh, you know, let us know what you like. Tweet at us and you can also um, send, send us photos of your like album as well. Oh, yeah. 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 If you're needing it, yeah, sell us. And yeah, let us know how you're doing. We should do like a, we should do like a contest of TMSS Mexican soccer listeners. If you already finish your with your complete Mexico, we'll give you a shout out on the floor. So if you already have all of Mexico in this one week, let us know and we'll give you a shout out on the next Mexican soccer show. But you gotta you gotta message us yep. in all the different platforms. All right. Once again, nos vemos Adriana. This has been a, another great Mexican soccer show. Hasta la próxima. Adiós. Thank you.